All right, welcome to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. My name is Krista Gunn. I'm one of the instructors here at Spotted Dog Yoga, and this morning I have the pleasure of sitting down with one of our other instructors, Mary Bell Wyatt. Thank you so much for coming this Thank morning. Um, if you've taken one of Mary Bell's classes before, you know how empowered you feel leaving her classes, but what you may not know is where she grew up, what her favorite food is, all the things that you like to do outside of yoga. So I'm so excited to learn more about Mary Bell this morning, and I'm so excited to have all of you here with us. So welcome to Play Hard and Love Big Radio, Mary Bell Wyatt. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So excited. Um, so Mary Bell, tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you grew up, siblings, family, did you have any pets, all the important stuff. Okay. Um, I grew up in Fremont Bay Area, East Bay. Um, I have three sisters. We're all fair. We're close, close, but mm -hmm. um, the first three were closer in age, and then there's seven years between me and the last one. So she came like five years after the last kid. But mm -hmm. we're we're still close. Um, my parents came from Mexico in the '60s. Uh, they got married, migrated here, and first we lived in Oakland, mm -hmm. and then we um, moved out to the suburbs, I don't know, mid-70s, and that's where we grew up, the kindergarten through high school. Uh, let's see, my sisters now, one is in San Jose, and then two of them are in Arizona with my mom. And what else, what else can I tell you? I grew up in a restaurant. Uh, my parents had a, a restaurant in Oakland. Oh, wow. Uh, yep. The Mexican food, mom and pop. So we worked there growing up a lot. We were there a lot of weekends. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it taught us how to work and yeah, yeah, yeah. The service industry. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. I grew up. Uh, my parents own their own business too, and it's cool like seeing your parents like as business owners and then having it be a family business. You learn a lot of valuable lessons that way. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you were little, what did you want to be when you were grown up? Um, I don't. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, I, sometimes I think I still don't know what I want to do. When I grow up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. My parents didn't go to school past you know, grade school because mm -hmm. they grew up in a rural town. So graduating high school was a big deal. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, I did that, and then I worked for a long time. I worked in and out of restaurants most of my 20s, and then I did go to school. I went to junior college, and I took all those tests, like, mm -hmm. what What do you think you'd want to do? Because I did want to go to college. And one of the things was um, architecture, and I liked the way that sounded, and so that's kind of the path that I started to take. And then I got married, and then I uh, had a kid. So I, we had an opportunity to move to Denver. So I moved, and then so I dropped out of school. Mm -hmm. And then one child turned into three, and 11 years later, you know, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go back to school. And so I finished as an adult not too many years ago. I finished um, 2014. So I've only been working, working in, yeah. in the field that I studied since then so that's where I ended up I do work in architecture I'm not an architect uh, I, yeah. but but I work in architecture yeah, yeah how long were you in Denver for two years two mm -hmm. yeah. you lived in Golden yes you know where Golden <laughs> yes is? okay yeah love love loved it there uh, we had our, our first kid there Camilla and it was 2000 so it was during the time of the 
like the dot-com crashes. I don't know if you remember. Mm -hmm. So my husband works for dot-com. And so it was kind of a weird, it was just a weird time. I, I don't think I realized how uh, impactful and how, and I, so at the time we had, you know, we had a new baby. Mm -hmm. um, Brett had just lost his job at the dot-com and er, all the contacts he knew were dot-com. Mm -hmm. And so it, it was, you know, he, we made it work. He found yeah. another job and we figured it out, but coming out of it. So a couple years later, he was able to, he got a job back here in California. And so we moved back, but looking back, I go, well, you know, like sometimes I think, how, how did we survive that? Mm -hmm. Cause we were like blissfully like, oh, no. <laughs> right, we have this new great baby. And, yeah. um, but yeah, that was, we were there for two years and then we came back and we've been here in Sacramento area since then. Mm -hmm. And you have three kids. Yes. So Camilla, how old is she? Camilla is 20. She will be 21 December 22nd. And then I have Mateo who just turned 18 and, and he's a senior. And then Emilio's 14 and he's an eighth grader. Camilla's in Montana. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. What part of Montana? She's in Missoula. Very cool. She's going to school there. Oh, awesome. She loves it. She says yeah. she's doesn't think she'll ever come back. Yeah. But, uh, not yet, but yeah. she just got there. That's awesome. <laughs> Does your, uh, remind me your middle child's name again. Uh, Mateo. Mateo, okay. Mateo. Uh, does he know where he wants to go to school or does he want to go to school? Or? He doesn't know. He's not sure. He's right now trying to figure that out. Yeah. He does want to do something, mm -hmm. but he's not sure. And we keep talking about trades, but he's not sure what trade. So yeah. I think I'd like to push him into, into some kind of, trade and mm -hmm. then he could figure it out yeah the sooner the better because then if he wants to do college he can instead he yeah. can do that so he's not sure what he wants to do yeah. um emilio who's 14 mm -hmm. has it figured out he's got to figure it out already <laughs> yeah he he's an entrepreneur oh yeah he's ready he's like when can i get a job so i can do something else and yeah. get money and he's constantly hustling he's uh, it's it's really cute. Yeah. Like he, he'll, during the summer, he's like, I want to make money. And like, okay, we'll wash the car. And before you know it, he was washing our car. Mm -hmm. And then hours later, he comes back. He had taken the bucket and soap mm -hmm. and gone around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And he washed people's cars. Yeah. And made money doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's ready to, he's ready to be able to work and make money and make millions. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting, like, how different their personalities are and, you know, how one can be like, I have no idea what I want to do. And one's like, I have it all mapped out. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it's funny because it's just, uh, I feel like their personalities have happened since they were newborns. You don't know it then, but looking back now that I've gotten to know them, mm -hmm. I look back to the type of babies they were mm -hmm. and it's like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> like, Camilla's like super, she's sweet. She's very thoughtful she watches Mateo's quiet he's very um, he thinks he's like a little he's kind of like um, he's a little not philosopher but you know I always think of like peanuts like mm -hmm. he always has something very profound to say and Emilio is just like energy yeah yeah that's, that's awesome. cool yeah yeah sounds like your house is lots of fun uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm fun and loud <laughs> and loud for sure loud yeah yes um, did you play any sports growing up? No, no, I did not. I, like I said, I came from a family of four girls and my parents, they worked a lot and I don't think, my dad grew up with all boys. So 
um, both of them in Mexico, small town. So sports wasn't really something girls did, mm -hmm. but I always liked sports. I was always really active. So yeah, no sports officially, but mm -hmm. always on the street. Yeah. Like kickball, kickball mm -hmm. queen. Yeah. Tetherball. <laughs> So don't play Maribel in kickball. <laughs> I'll try You're anything. You're going though. down. <laughs> um, so when and how did you find yoga? Uh, 2015. I live super close. And then I had just, like I said, I just finished school where I didn't do much physically. The mm -hmm. last year I was pretty involved in school. And so I was out of shape and I went back so I graduated and then I was like okay I could pick up my life again mm -hmm. I got a job and we were going down the street to a gym and I ever I'd start working out and I'd start kept getting hurt mm -hmm. and it was dumb stuff like my calf or like this weird thing <laughs> and I was out of shape so I saw this the studio was being built and I saw it and then um, I thought I'd try it because it was cl close to my house mm -hmm. and then they had early morning classes and at that time like all the kids were home and all of them needed you know direction to get up in the morning so I couldn't really go far so mm -hmm. it was it worked out great I came and I tried it out there was a you know I don't know there was a deal mm -hmm. for 30 days and I I my goal was to just try to come and just survive and just move mm -hmm. to see how I felt so I had never really done yoga in this setting, I tried a couple of classes like prenatal yoga, mm -hmm. super different. So I didn't, had never done it in the heat. I've never done this, this kind of yoga. And I realized that it was really relaxing, but also a really good physical workout. And mm -hmm. then I got hooked after that initial trial. I went home mm -hmm. and told my husband, I'm, I'm never going to the gym again. Yeah. <laughs> and cancel my, my membership. Yeah. And that's how I found it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, but I, that, I had a similar experience, like, coming into, like, yoga, like, the first class. Like, I was like, that's it. Sign me up for the, like, unlimited monthly. I'm never turning back. Yeah. I was really surprised at how physical it was, and I felt really empowered. You know, really, like, I think the first thing I really realized when I started coming was the power I felt through my feet. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know if I have, I've, I've said this before, I've said this to other people, I don't know if before in my life I remember standing with my whole foot, mm -hmm. like connecting, mm -hmm. and that's really powerful. Mm -hmm. That's one of the first things that I remember is just, wow, my feet, something so simple. Standing and pressing into my feet just kind of like made me stand tall, and that was really empowering. So that was one of the first shifts that I realized, like, wow, I love this thing, but physical. Mm -hmm. I, I love being physical. I've always been active and mm -hmm. worked out. And so this, I feel like s solves a lot of stuff. Yes. <laughs> Brings all the very best things that you didn't know you needed mm -hmm. together. <laughs> yep. I love it. Do you remember what color your first yoga mat was? Yes, it was teal. Teal. Mm -hmm. Do you still have it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do still have it somewhere. So sometimes somebody will come over and we're like, oh, you know, we're going to do some yoga or the kids bring it out. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it still comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Cheap little like, yeah, teal mat. Mm -hmm. Probably from Target or TJ Maxx. Um, or yep. TJ Maxx or <laughs> Marshalls, Max. whatever's yeah. across Ross. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's awesome. How long after starting to take yoga classes did you know that you wanted to be your yoga teacher or did you get curious about teaching yoga? 
2018, there was a training coming up and I came the early, early morning. So it's the same, the same crew. Mm -hmm. A lot of the same people come early morning because of work or, you know, commitments or whatever. But it's a lot of the same people and you get to know everybody and Jen Cox was like, you, you've been coming here a long time. Have you considered it? I like the training. I don't know if I want to teach. And mm -hmm. she, she's like, you don't have to teach. Yeah. And so I just thought, okay, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. So that was at 2018. I did it. And then like a month later, I thought, or after finishing, I thought, oh no, I could teach. I do want to teach. Yeah. Yeah. So a month after training, I started teaching. That's awesome. And you've been so teaching since 2018. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. What is the coolest place you've taught a yoga class or what is the coolest yoga class experience you've had teaching? Kids. Kids. Yep, kids. There, we did family yoga mm -hmm. for a while with moms and dads and kids. So that was, I think, one of the coolest classes. There was one week we had 20 people. We were doing it in the small room. Oh, wow. We were, like, there was, I couldn't show them what to do because yeah. everybody was everywhere. And that was really cool. The vibe was really, the, the energy was great. And mm -hmm. everybody was like crawling over each other and it was fun. And in the end, I could tell that the people that came had, had a good time. Mm -hmm. And that was really, just really exciting. So after that, we moved into the big room anytime we had a group that big so we could mm -hmm. spread out yeah. and do stuff. <laughs> but that was really fun. And the most interesting place I've done it is uh, at the high school, we taught the PE classes and we were there all day. And so I don't know how many classes they have, five or six. And so we were teaching to 80 to 100 kids at a time. Oh, wow. That was that was neat too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the most interesting place, I think, I've taught. Yeah. Can't think of another. Yeah. Well, thinking ahead of like maybe like yoga bucket list, if you could teach anywhere in the world for mm. a month, where would you go? I don't know if somewhere in particular. But or even if you traveled around for a month. Some people, Glenn and Jim said they'd both like to teach yoga on a cruise ship because they'd go to different places. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> and I told them we'd make a yoga cruise. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. Um, maybe somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Somewhere ancient. Mm -hmm. And be there, and I don't care where. I don't yeah. care if it's Greece or Italy or Egypt. I think I'd love to be somewhere ancient mm -hmm. for a month. Yeah, where there's a lot of history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. Um... When you're not teaching classes or leading programs, what are some of your favorite things to do? I love to cook. There is. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, so I love to cook. I, I grew up, you know, I did grow up in a restaurant, but not like chef level at all, but I love food and I love the way food brings people together. Mm -hmm. And some of my favorite memories have been impromptu get-togethers where everybody's doing something not formal mm -hmm. and it always revolves around food so we've gone back to Mexico a lot and it's always like where are we gonna go or what are we gonna do and it mm -hmm. turns into this big event sometimes it's almost like uh, let's cook something and 
everybody brings something we try to figure out together and it's always a good time and it's mm -hmm. always it's always magical so I do love to cook um, during pandemic there is one thing that we did with some friends there was a friend of mine a friend of ours family mm -hmm. friend who said that he wanted to learn how to make this one dish mm -hmm. and so at that point it was like pandemic so everybody was somewhere else so I sent him the recipe and I said hey well let's um, let's do a Webex or yeah. you know online meeting and then we can walk through it and mm -hmm. I'll make it and you make it and so he had mentioned it to a couple other friends and so they had reached out and said hey can we do it too yeah and so we had it turned out that that week my husband had gone to Montana and so he was gonna do it too so mm -hmm. he and his sister and his mom his brother-in-law did it too so we we've been cooking like that we did that once a month we did that through the spring and then we I'd figure out a I don't know a recipe and send mm -hmm. it out and send out the ingredients and what people would need and then we all signed up and it, it kind of evolved into like this real neat thing I thought we were just gonna cook and then you know everybody's gonna go eat and mm -hmm. what turned out is everybody would take their like iPad mm -hmm. or phone and take it to the table and we would all eat at the same oh, time that's and, so awesome. and so somebody you know like oh mine was really spicy how is yours or I do this or what if we would do this and so it turned into this really cool thing where five or six families are having dinner together yeah. apart yeah so yeah that's something that I really love to do actually we need to get back on it yeah and we haven't done that in a few months I love to do that and I just I work and I don't know I spend time with my family mm -hmm. puts around town I don't know go to the farmers market um, do just creative stuff mm -hmm. I like to draw and things like that yeah and y'all, your was it just you or your whole family recently took a trip to Mexico? Um, no, not Mexico. Okay, we went to New Orleans. Oh, which it looks uh, like another, from your picture you're in. Oh Mexico, yes. in Mexico. <laughs> oh, it does. So we went to. So my husband and I, we we um, had our 25 wedding anniversary. Oh wow! And so congrats. We thank you. We planned this trip, and we took a train with another couple friends mm -hmm. of ours. We flew to Tucson, stayed in Tucson for a couple days, which mm -hmm. looks like Mexico. Yeah. So from there, we took a train from Tucson to San Antonio mm -hmm. and saw our friend in Tucson. We have a friend there that is a chef. So, of course, there's a lot of eating. Like, eat, like we were finishing breakfast, and we'd be talking about lunch. Oh, my God. Oh my God. So we'd go from That's breakfast to vacation. lunch, lunch to whatever. Uh, it was delicious food. And then from there, we took a train to... San Antonio stayed mm -hmm. on the river walk have another friend there and so we were there for a couple of days and that was right before Halloween so we did we saw the they have a cool day of the dead uh, procession on the river that was oh, on float. Wow. that was really neat and then we took the train to New Orleans and mm -hmm. then in New Orleans we met five other couples oh, wow. that had flown there mm -hmm. and we got their Halloween day and the Saints had just won so the street was crazy. I've yeah. never seen anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, probably Mardi Gras, but in costume. And yeah. it was crazy. We got there in the evening, and I, we had costumes on. Mm -hmm. So that was the next four days were filled with just, like, magic, too. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of eating great food, mm -hmm. a lot of just spending time together. We did the Day of the Dead, which is November 2nd, which is our actual wedding anniversary. We got all dressed up like Day of the Dead mm -hmm. style, and then we did a procession from this old, the quarter area, mm -hmm. the French Quarter, and we went, ended up in a, 
uh, we went to the cemetery, which mm -hmm. is what they do, and they have this little, uh, I don't know, a little thing that they do at the end. Mm -hmm. And then we went out after that, and we wore yeah. a full costume. That's why it looks like Mexico, because Yeah, I was like, I like saw all your pictures and everything, and I was like, wait, is Maribel in Mexico? <laughs> the no. lights are turning off right now at the studio, we're and just... apparently we're not in the direction of the... Um... Where did we go? <laughs> We're not in the direction of the the sensors. <laughs> Thankfully, we have a, some daylight. Okay. Um, even though it's cloudy. I got them sort of ish on. <laughs> sort of ish on. Okay. Thankfully, I think everyone can still see us. Oh, Nick's on. Hi, Nick. <laughs> um. Okay. Anything else you want to share with anybody? What do you do for work? You said you're not uh, an architect, oh. but you do work in architecture. Yes, I work in architecture. Um, I'm an interior designer, and so I do interior. I what I do is uh, interior architecture. Mm -hmm. I support the team. I work for an architecture firm here in um, downtown, but they're based out of the Midwest. And our architecture, we do healthcare. I worked on Sutter Roseville Emergency Department that just opened up last year during COVID. That was really cool. We were able to push that project through and open up their emergency department in May. Six yeah. weeks ahead of schedule because they needed wow, it. Wow, yeah. So I do healthcare, a lot of healthcare architecture, and then everything. We do libraries, higher education, mm -hmm. big churches, uh, performing arts centers. Yeah, we do a little bit of everything. So that's how you know about the sound panels. Yes. <laughs> we talk about like sound attenuation. We were talking about, you know, some areas in the studio mm -hmm. that echo and... Yeah, it's expensive. It's a big deal. You know, like the acoustical panels or the board that goes into the ceiling could be acoustical, and then there's different products that can be applied. Yeah, yeah. I know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> big business. That's awesome. So if you need any interior design, if you're a business owner and need any interior design or architectural help, you can contact Maybell. Yeah, sure, no, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. If I don't know what to do, I'll send you to the people that would be able to help you. But it's cool. Yeah. That does sound fun. It sounds like it's, it's you know, with different projects, like things are always changing, and so it's not, like, monotonous, and it's not the same things mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah, it's both creative and technical. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it uh, takes care of both of those little, like, gremlins, like when something needs to be, it's because there needs to be really, they're precision. Mm -hmm. So the construction drawings are really precise, but then there's also creativity, especially trying to figure out a space or space planning or... We, we do a lot of competitions that are like your dream, I don't know, place here is, mm -hmm. and they give a hypothetical situation, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, a lab or, I, I don't know, whatever, mm -hmm. multi-housing units. Mm -hmm. And so that's the creative part, and so mm -hmm. it's really cool to be able to marry that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Great. That's about it. Well, to wrap up, I've got a few rapid-fire questions. Okay. They're... You have two options. Don't overthink it. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Plain or flavored water? Plain. Gum or mints? Gum. Sauce on the side or sauce on top? Sauce on top. Fruits or vegetables? Vegetables. Hot or cold? Hot. Morning or night? Night. Mountains or ocean? Mountains. Car or bike? Mm. <laughs> sometimes car, sometimes bike. Bike, bike, bike. So for those of you who don't know, 
Maribel likes to bike to the studio quite often, mm -hmm. and so everyone saw, if you didn't, you saw the picture of Maribel biking to this, our outdoor studio that we had during the pandemic, and so, like, when I was thinking of your rapid-fire questions, I'm like, I have to put something with a bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, bike. Yeah. I was just thinking, where can I, I can't take the bike far, but yes, yes, I prefer the bike over the car. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Maribel, for coming. I had an awesome time chatting with you and learning more about you, and... If you haven't checked out our other podcasts, they are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. You can also go back and watch the videos on Facebook Live. Mary Bell's podcast will be live Monday morning at 8 a.m. And it will live on there forever. <laughs> yeah. And we'll have lots more interviews with our teachers coming up soon. If we don't see you before then, happy holidays. And thank you so much for tuning in to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. Thanks. Oh, yeah, my birthday's on Christmas, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got all the holidays. Nick said, Maribel is an awesome person. Aw.